Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast right here on Georgia Radio. Good evening, everybody. Happy Tuesday afternoon or late evening here. It's uh, Wade Peebles here with uh, Matt Jolly, and we are the on GeorgiaRadio.com here with the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio Show, uh, brought to you by Meek Brothers Cattle Company. And I like to listen to I listen to Sirius XM and I or, and I listen to the old time radio shows. And like we need to start doing it, Matt, like they did back then. They, you know, Jack Benny, as big as he was, it, they didn't get any bigger in the day. He had his radio show. It wasn't the Jack Benny show. It was the Jello show featuring yeah. Jack Benny. That's the, right. The sponsor's the, product was the name of the show. They had the Ford show, the you know the uh, Lux Theater uh, of the air, and they would then you know have a production. But it was uh, n- nobody was bigger named than the product they they sold. So yeah, Meeks yeah. Brothers Cattle. We be the Meeks Brothers. The Meeks Cattle Brothers Company Cattle Company show. show show featuring Wade and Matt, and tonight featuring a good friend, a special guest, another in a series with the f- photographers but and more. Each each one of these guys are more than just a photographer, which it, being a photographer is a great uh, thing, but they, they each one brings something else to, to bear in that, that uh, uh, field and in their other part of their life. And we have, we're have blessed to have Scotty Womack tonight. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Wade. How are you today? I am fine. I am fine. Conway is busy, like chewing up my hand. He does that. He 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 watches. And when I get busy, he wants me to pay attention to him. So he starts <laughs> chewing up my hand. So oh yeah, Conway. daddy, pay attention to me. Yeah, that's what it is. And oh, oh I know. Up. Not gonna not gonna get rid of the baby him. Uh, you got bird dogs. Uh, if you got bird dogs, I I got English pointers and Labrador retrievers. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's that's a long tradition there. You you've you like bird hunting and, and, and game birds and, and uh that kind of thing. You've continued that tradition, which is a fine old tradition, especially in Burke County. And you're just we claim you in Emanuel County because you're right there on the line in Midville, just across the river. But um uh Burke County is known for bird hunting and, and uh dogs as the bird dog capital of the world, has been and still is. So yeah, bird dogs. I I was watching uh, bird dogs today and no birds, just bird dogs, you know. What I want to, I've known you since um, you were a kid and you worked at Roundtree's Grocery in Midville. And, and Scotty, we're not going to give our ages, but, you know, the building's not even there anymore. I tell you, when you work at a grocery store that's not only closed, the building has been torn down. And there's just, you really, somebody, you'd have to point out that's where it used to be. It was a great yeah, that's family, where, family grocery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's where it used to be. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's been more than a year or two since it was standing. That's right. And the Roundtree were friends of mine, and, and that's how I got to know you. You were a bit younger, and you were just a kid, and you worked there at the grocery store. You did a lot of things and, and uh, learned a lot. And you and uh, Bill and Wayne, uh, I think you kind of picked up a, a love of bird hunting from Bill and uh, others, too. And uh, it's... Uh, it's been a journey of you. You have you're a Renaissance man. You you're a great cook. You had a restaurant, didn't you? Yes, I had a restaurant for a number of years and catering yeah, business. Yeah, and uh, uh, you have done so many things. And you're a great cook and a great hunter. And now you're a traveler. You've been traveling a lot and and with um, hunting and photography go together don't they and you brought now you just got back from montana right i did 
I was very fortunate. I got to spend, uh, well, I, I was in Montana for a week, went out there fly fishing, and we had hoped, I got some friends out there, we had hoped to have a wild bird training season, we had hoped to hunt birds out there as well, but, you know, it, it worked out when I was there. It was the biggest heat wave they've had in the history of the state of Montana, so. Wow. <laughs> but I, I will say, uh, you know, being afforded that opportunity, and, and, and believe this or not, there were many occasions when I was just rendered speechless by what I saw. Was that beautiful? It, it's just it's that beautiful. And, and, you know, and I've been very fortunate. I've traveled and hunted in other western states, and I love them, and they're very unique, but Montana is just up there on the tip of the iceberg. It's just about as good as you could possibly hope for. Yeah, you have, you have hunted in Texas too, right? Yeah, I've hunted in Texas for about 20 years, and I've hunted in Oklahoma yes. some as well as Kansas. I try to capture the world that I live in, you know, locally. Uh, and, and normally at this time of the day, I would be out riding right now chasing that white, trying to find things to to photograph it and some days you do and some days you don't but you know I, I take pictures of dirt roads old houses flowers I mean just nature I'm just so drawn to the natural world you know and I have to do it it's like it's beyond just you know something that I want to do I have to do it if I go two or three days without taking pictures I mean I just I, I get the feeling funny and I got to go get busy but then, of course, I hunt and I fish so much, and I have so many dogs, so I'm I'm able to take a lot of pictures, you know, of the outdoor pursuits that I have. Well, how but, did you, you know, get into it, photography, Scotty? I mean, how long, uh, far back? Uh, you're, you're, we were told you're good years younger than me. Uh, I was grown when you were a boy, and I knew you then. You was, uh, but when did you get into photography, and how? Really, when I was probably. I don't know, 9, 10, 11 years old, I started taking pictures. You know, and it's one of those things, and I think we all experience those things in our life. You just start doing something, and then after a while, it's something that you've always done, and you never really thought about why you did it. That's right. And, and that's and that's what photography has been for me. You know, by the time I was, uh, you know, in late teenage years, early 20s, you know, I was taking pictures, and, you know, just had a 35-millimeter camera, and you take up a roll of film, and you run down to the drugstore, and then later on Walmart, and put it in the bag and chuck it off, and then wait a week or two for it to come back, hoping that some of them turned out all right. But, you know, today, in, in the modern world we live in now, with, with digital photography, it just makes everything so much easier. You know, you can, we were talking you about can, that, though. The other day, uh, Scotty was uh, had Cedric on uh, Bacon, and 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 with the other, we've done this series on photographers, and and uh, I think we're going to wind up probably your your next to last, and next I think next week we're going to have Cal Avery, and that'll be the last one in the series, and we'll go on to a new topic. But but uh, what we were talking to I asked Cedric Cedric uh, when did he become a photographer in his mind, and he told us to experience it, and and you just mentioned that uh, when it's it gets to be a part of you to where you really can't remember when you weren't one that is when it's it is a part and you you become a real photographer then in your own mind when you when you see it as a part of you that you really can't remember the the time when you weren't a photographer and talking about the film uh film was great and uh it it uh, it had limitations but it always also had great possibilities 
and I lament the loss of the of coat of chrome and the old black and white, all the things you could do with film. But digital photography is an amazing thing, and I understand why it's taking the place of film photography. And uh, in in just a few years, I guarantee you, you're, you have uh, moved quickly as as you advance uh, in knowledge and in with your equipment. So talk about what what you started out with, what you what have uh, equipment have you purchased that that really makes a difference in your photography. Well. Uh, and I, I'll qualify something here. I am not an equipment guy. I am not a technical guy. You know, I started out with just, you know, some cannons or whatever, just, you know, something I could afford when I was young, a 35 millimeter, and then I've moved up. You know, and I have, I have a very nice, very nice Canon camera with several lenses. But for me, it is always about getting a shot. It's, it's not about the f-stop or the shutter speed or anything else. You know, the good Lord gave me an ability to see it. And when I see it, all I do is mash the button, and the good Lord gets credit for all of the rest of it. Well, that's, you know, that that's, be, just, uh, that's my take on it. Scotty, there's, uh, you know, I think about um, – some music. My sister Connie, she plays a uh, keyboard, organ, and piano, and she can read music. And she plays and sings like she can hear a song one time and then play it or sing it like, uh, like she heard it, played it all her life. Just hear it one time and do that. And not all, not all keyboarders can do that. Most uh, they can uh, read music, but I've known some that couldn't read a lick of music. Yet they were great uh, piano players, and I've seen some that could play by ear and some play by music. And then some can do both. That's a rare thing. So when you're you're talking about you know you you play it by ear and uh, innate talent is where that is and um, and you can you know be a, a you can learn photography but there's a difference between learning photography and being uh, a talented photographer. Well, and, and and I agree with that, and you know, and I and I try to remain very humble about that. Uh, you know, it's a gift. I mean, it's simply, right. it's, a, it's a gift for me. And, you know, and when we're given a gift, we have an obligation to share that gift. You know, I'm a, I'll tell you, I was given a compliment by a friend one time, and it, it just moved me. And, and I thought about it for several years now, ever since he said it, and it, and it, it, it just epitomizes my work. My friend said that, Scotty takes pictures with his heart to affect people's souls. Wow. And that's what I try well, to that, do. And you know, that's such a compliment. That's a compliment there. And if you try to live up to that, well, uh, you were already living up to it or, or your friend wouldn't have said that. But that's that's what I was uh, trying to get my, my rambling uh, statement about. Um, you can buy equipment and take good pictures anybody that wants to can but some just have that eye and the heart for photography and it is it's something you have to have the eye and the heart for and there's a few of y'all that have it and it shows in your work uh, it comes out as genius you'll, you'll see pictures that you take and i think wow and i and and the other guys that we've we've talked to on this series uh each one brings something to the to the table uh each one is an amazing photographer yet completely different they there there's no two alike and oh, uh, you agree. Yeah, we're, we're all different. We were all given yeah. similar talents, but yet at the same time, it's a different set of talents. You know, the things that we focus on. 
Right. And and what yeah, to, to focus, the uh, what you you uh, it fills a need and each photographer uh, finds a different genre or variations that fills the need. You've got you feel compelled to take certain pictures, right? I agree yes, I agree with that. And you know and and, and I try to take pictures of things that people look at every day but they never see. Right. You know, if, because, you know, we just, if, if you like living here in this part of the world or even out west, if you're around it every day, you kind of get conditioned to it and you can look out the window and you're just looking at it, but you don't see it. And, and when I see things, you know, I feel it in my heart and I feel it in my soul. And, and, and when I mash that button, I want to convey that same feeling to whoever looks at my photography. That that is my ultimate goal is to affect people. I want them to feel what I felt. That's my goal. Well, you, we, when you do that, you put a little part of yourself in that picture. It can't be seen, but it can be felt. It can be felt. You know, you can feel that Scotty. You could feel Scotty was in that photograph when and and uh, so you're not in the photograph, but your heart is, and and it shows in the quality. And uh, we were, you and I were talking about your trip to Montana. We were talking on the phone today, and I was over in Bullock County on the Geechee, right along the Geechee River. We're logging right there, and I mentioned the bluffs there. And um, you know, you can go to Montana, and you can go to uh, Matt mentioned Idaho. Idaho. We think of Idaho as just a place where they grow potatoes. No, Idaho is a magnificently scenic place. And it is. so it's a much, you don't think about Idaho is, is a, if you, you take a trip to Idaho, you're going to see some beauty and it's, but you know, it's different. It's spectacular. See the world out there is upended in a way that you can't, we've got trees blocking the view everywhere around here. And we're down in the bottom more or less, you see, and, and there's not a, a high vantage point to see much. So our field of vision is, is, um, uh, limited, but out there the spaces are huge. Big sky country to call it. But when you come back here, you really think I love those places. But but there's no place like home, and there's no place like taking photographs to take photographs in there like home. Listen, Scotty, we've got to take a break here and 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 uh, and talk about our sponsor. Hang on a minute, and we'll be right back. Hi, this right. is Wade Peebles from Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio. I'm here to tell you about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And you don't have to worry about supply chain issues or where your beef comes from. Do what I do and call Meeks Brothers Cattle Company today. You can get a whole, half, a quarter, any amount of beef you want. Good quality beef. Vacuum packed. Lasts up to three years in your freezer. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, made to order. Visit Meeks Brothers Cattle Company on Facebook today and tell them Brother Wade sent you. And that's Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Thank you. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go. Hey, we're back from the break here. We're here with Wade and, and Matt here on Georgia Folk and Farm Life uh, Radio and brought to you by Meek Brothers Cattle Company. And I was thinking the other day, talking about Meek Brothers, uh, Harvey put a picture of some cattle that were beautiful. And I said, uh, it made me think of the scripture where it says, you know, my father has the cattle of a thousand, on the thousand hills. And I thought, you know, and he... Let's meet brothers. Pick out a few of the better ones. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! 
All right, we're back. <laughs> we're back. And uh, but uh, we're with with my friend Scotty Walmart here, and, and as I mentioned before, Scotty's a great photographer. He's, he's a great uh, hunter and outdoorsman. Uh, that, let's talk a bit about the the great. I call it the Great Ogeechee River. Now that river is a special to you, is it not, Scotty? It's, yeah, the Ogeechee River is a very very special <laughs> place to me. I mean, you know, I grew up almost within sight of it, and right. so I've spent. You know, I, I grew up swimming and jumping off the bridge into trussle and then fishing. And uh, and then we also, we had, and there's several groups in, in, in the area that do this, but, but we take a trip once a year and we leave from Midville and we go all the way to Kings Ferry. So we run the majority of the river on a camping trip. Right. Uh, so I, and in the parts of the river that I have not been in in a boat, I have been to by land, and really the, the only place on the river that I have not been would be up in Green County where it starts bubbling out of the ground. That's right. It's just a trickle there. Isn't it? Well, yeah, uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a special river. Um, I, I, the, when I was young, the Oklawaha in uh, Florida was special to me, and, and then up here at home, the uh, the uh, Geechee. And uh, it was, uh, you know, my stepdad was Perry Kennedy, and I know you remember him, and he loved oh, absolutely. that. He loved that river, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's there's other rivers, but uh, me. But you've taken a lot of good photographs in and around the river. Uh, and I have, and well, I spent a lot of time in there. You know, I I, I, I fish just a little bit. You know, ah, uh, yeah, you fish just a little bit. I, that's another thing. You're a great fisherman. Yes, great. Fisherman. <laughs> yeah, I fish. But you know, I'm just I, I'm very romantic about that river, uh, and and it, you know I, I don't think it's mine, but I, I really like being in that river when I don't see anybody. Uh, it just it takes on a whole nother feel for me when I'm in that river, uh, and you don't really see anybody, you know, and it's just the solitude of that river. You know, my favorite time to be in there is in the fall, right. <clears throat> Everybody starts worried about deer hunting, and, and I'm in the river catching bass and jackfish, you know, and, and the, the, the tannic acid falls, or rather, the, the sap falls in the trees and puts tannic acid in the water, and the water turns black, uh, and then the, and the leaves start turning, and that's when I truly love, I, I love being there at any time, but I truly love being in there in the fall. Well, you know, Scotty, I, I bet you I've done, you you have done this. I have done it many times. Been in a boat on the Ogeechee, and when there's nobody around, just pretend that you're back ages ago where they were the native people were were still around and before settlement. Uh, and and you know, it's just you're in primordial days on the river. You ever pretended in your mind that you've gone back in time on that river? Oh yeah, you know, and and, and really, I, that's really the the, the constant state of my mind with, with everything, you know, I, I'm an old soul. And so, I, I mean, I'm always feel like that, you know, I, I certainly wish I could have been here then, you know, to shift gears just a little bit, you know, I, when I was in Montana, I get back to the river, you know, I went through the continental divide, which was amazing. And, and then we fished a lot up in the Rocky mountains and we were on, uh, the Lewis and Clark national forest. And all I could think about was when Lewis and Clark came through there. I mean, that's just amazing that, that those two men were bold enough 
to do that. And most of the travel they did was by boats through those rivers because they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, get over the mountains. But it, it's still, but then they it was had to carry new, those. There was a lot of portage, in, you know, carrying the boats, and that was work. Uh, it was a bunch of work, and you know, and in case you didn't know it, they got mountain lions and grizzly bears out there. You know, they got uh-huh. stuff that'll eat you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got stuff. Oh, we got bobcats, and I and I had a fight with one of them uh, last year, but not 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 like fighting off a grizzly. I, I think I remember that. I, re- you know, I forgot that. I do remember that you had a fight. Uh, yeah, but you, I did you, you did win. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. Fortunately, I did win. Thank the Lord. You know, uh, but, but you I, like, Scotty, wouldn't you like to have been down there and uh, down around uh, Darien down there and and. And when, uh, say, William Bartram was sitting out on an expedition through the Georgia, wouldn't you like to have been to, able to travel with him and see see what they saw? Oh, Lord, yeah. But, but you know, believe it or not, there's still places that are virtually untouched. Right, that's and right. If you, and if you spend enough time outside and in the woods or on the water somewhere, you find places that are untouched. And, and they're very, very special to me. So, right. you know, we hadn't we hadn't totally destroyed this whole world that we live in yet. And I hope that we never do. Cause I'm quite no. fond of the natural world, but you know, and, and I don't know if you saw this or not. I, I actually shared it on Georgia folk and farm life. I, you know, I, I do some writing as well. Uh, and when I got back home, uh, Sunday morning, I was out looking for something to take a picture of. And I pull up down to the river and there was a hibiscus that was blooming, and and it was growing wild on the bank of the river. And and I made my way to it and and, and captured an image. But and then I wrote about it, you know. And I always try to encourage people to pay attention to their surroundings wherever you're at, you know. And I had been all the way across the country and seen amazing things, but then I came right back home, right out my front door. And there's even more beauty. And, and my point is, is whether we're traveling out west across the country or we're traveling right down the road, we need to always be attentive of God's beauty and the things that he's given us to take in. Because all of it came from him. I agree with that. That was well, very well put, Scotty. It makes me think, you know, one of the old, in, in ancient and foreign literature, and, and you look at the, some of the old myths and stories, one of the oldest stories that, that's uh, repeated over and over, uh, and it's because it's true, is, is where, you know, you, you, your hero goes out looking for treasure or, or something of great value. And he leaves home, and he goes and travels where he goes through great travails and and uh, hardships, and really doesn't find a treasure as such, but comes home to find that the treasure was there where at home where he left to start with. He just had to go through that that journey and that seeking and the, uh, and the suffering, and to and then return home in order to be able to appreciate the treasure that was there the whole time. And so travel, travel is like that. If you open your eyes, a lot of people can bless their hearts. They can travel and, and not see much. Uh, they're trying to make good time. They're, they're uh, hoping to get to a certain place at a certain time. And they don't see a lot. An old soul, like you're talking about, someone that can, can travel and we don't miss a thing. And we come back having uh, ready to, uh, get back into life at home and appreciate it for the, for the experience. 
I, I agreed. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree one hundred percent. Oh, you know, but you know, I tell people that I work hard at living, and they kind of look at me like, "Huh?" You know, in, in this fast-paced world that everybody, well, that we're all living in, you know, everybody's consumed with all these things and wanting this and that. You know, less really is more. And I work very hard at living and, and taking all of this in. You know, I don't want my life to be consumed by things or, you know, chasing a whole lot of money and or, or anything like that. I want to live and exist in the natural world and, and take part in that and, and just be thankful, you know, that, that we were given all these wonderful things to see and for me to be able to photograph. I mean, it's just what, it, it's what makes my, my heart tick. It's what makes me tick. Scotty, you make your mark by immersing yourself in it. You don't, you don't, uh, you didn't necessarily gonna chop down and build, chop down things to build a monument to yourself with, but you, you make your mark and you leave uh, people to remembrance by how you immerse yourself in. People remember Scotty Womack not for some mansion that you lived in, uh, but for what you immerse yourself in and you showed and you shared. When you do that and you share it, and that's what photographers like you do. And people that uh, uh, you share a vision, a personal quest, and it's just different. It's different. The quality is there and to be seen. And that's why I did this. That's why I did, have done this series on photographers, uh, and not just photographers. I, I, I mean, people with with vision and uh, native genius, and uh, that bring other things to to the table. You're not just a photographer. It's a part and parcel of what you are, but you're a renaissance man. And each one of these guys that we've talked about have, have been are similar examples that their photography, you can't say which came first. It, you know, really, are they, did, is their photography a result of the, the, the mindset and artistic talents they have, or is, or is all that part of the photography? It's interchangeable. And it meant to be. You had to be who and what you are. And you live a mark by immersing yourself in what, what you love. So we've got just a couple minutes left. I'm going to let you talk. I won't talk. I'm not going to interrupt you again. Talk to us till we tell you we got to quit. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, you know, but, you know, I'll just reiterate the point that, you know, it, it was, yeah. Uh, I watched a, uh, an interview with Van Morrison. You know, I, I'm certainly, you know, who Van Morrison is. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a big music guy, but I'm I'm all about lyrics and things that make me feel. I, the music's the same way as photography or anything else I do or writing. Uh, and, and, and don't misunderstand, I'm not trying to compare myself to Van Morrison, but, but Van did an interview in like 2009, and he granted very, very few interviews because he was very private. Although he was a world-renowned singer and entertainer, he always shunned the spotlight. But, but he said one thing during that interview that just struck me, and, and I forget the interviewer's name, but he looked at the interviewer and he, he said very simply, he said, I'm here to serve. Well, and, and a man with all of his success, but he understood why he was here and what he was supposed to do. And if you go back and listen very carefully to the lyrics of his songs, he was, or he still is, a very, very spiritual person, and, and, and that is 
brought forth in, in the lyrics to his song. Scotty, we've got we've reached the end of the show and we've got to wind it up. But you'd mentioned spirituality and you bring that's another word I forgot to, you know, that until you mentioned you bring uh, spirituality to everything you do, whether it's uh, hunting, fishing, uh, cooking, uh, bird hunting, uh, interacting with your dogs. Uh, the, the music that you choose to share with people that, and you, it, you know, sometimes sharing so much of yourself, I do that on Georgia Fucking Farm Life. Sometimes I think maybe I share too much of myself, but you feel compelled to do it because it, there again, going back to that, that artistic, it blooms out in you and you've got to, you've got to do something about it. You've got to talk it, you've got to show it and do and uh, share it. And I want to thank you for what you do. And I want to thank you for coming on with us tonight and talking about it. It's, uh, yes, it's so important I- that, it's important that we do that, and we highlight the uh, talents and people that are special people like you. And I appreciate it. We thank you for coming. Well, and I thank you, Wade and Matt, and I enjoyed it. Our pleasure. All right. Time to wind it up, Matt. It's that time of night, fastest 30 minutes in all of radio. It is. Look, we, we're on a roll. We could do for two, three more hours. But thank you, Scotty. <laughs> thank, thank you, Matt. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you, Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And thank you for everybody that supports Georgia Folk and Farm Life on Facebook and on the radio here on Georgia.com. Thank you. God bless. Let's do the podcast. Georgia Radio, everywhere you go. Uh, just a quick programming note. Uh, tomorrow we have Dick Flood on. Uh, he's going to be down at the Buckarama. Uh, Wade, you remember Dick Flood? Okie Finoki Joe. Okie Finoki Joe. He's going to be on uh, tomorrow morning with me, uh, as well as you. Uh, you're going to be on with me after Dick Flood from a safe place okay. somewhere in the woods. Yes, somewhere in the woods in a safe place. Thursday, we have, uh, of the Bellamy Brothers, we have Howard Bellamy. And How- Howard's going to be on. And then we're going to give away some tickets Wonderful. to the Bellamy Brothers show, which is coming up this Friday in Noonan, Georgia. So everybody be uh, be on Facebook and ready to win because we're going to give away two sets of tickets this week. So fun stuff. All right. We done? Had a good time. All That's right. Good we're done. That was fun. All right, everybody. Back to the music here on Georgia Radio. <laughs>